Hi, and welcome to episode 113 of Invest in You. And it is uh, almost sunny outside, the sun has just set. Um, why that is relevant is because it is outside of a house. And we're going to be talking about where you are living in the world and stuff like that. So location, location, location is very much what they say when they think about where to buy a property. But we'll not talk about buying properties today. We'll talk about where you want to hang out. That means we will talk about some of the countries we've been living in. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about some of the countries we have been traveling. We'll talk mainly about the advantages and the pros with each country. We will not moan and uh, complain about things. And every country has got its pros and cons. So why is this important? So think about it. Invest in you. Does it matter where you live, Charlie? Um, yes, because if you want to invest in your health and uh, you don't... I mean, everything depends on where you're brought up. So if you're, for example, brought up in a poor region of Africa, then you probably have worse um, privileges and third setting, what's that in English? Uh, yeah, conditions. Yeah, worse conditions to uh, invest in yourself. For example, money can be tight. You can't invest in your knowledge as well, which you can kind of do, but if you don't have access to the internet, you can't educate yourself in that way. So basically, where you are born and where you live helps you with your education. An example of that is that I am thinking about where I'm going to... Um, you know it, what's that in English? Yeah, high school. Yeah, I'm thinking about where I should go to on uh, in high school. Yeah, and which which leads on to like where to go to university. Yeah, where as well. is the best? What what has the highest status and so on? Yeah. So another aspect is of course uh, what's your interests. So what's your interest, Charlie? Some of them. Some of them. I mean, parkour, which kind of works in Sweden. It's like snowy. You can like jump around, jump in the snow, whatever you want. Yeah. It's not snow all year round, but you get the point. I like skiing. I like video games. Video games you can pretty much do anywhere from the world as long as you have internet and a computer. So many of the things you can do pretty much just outside your door where you're living. Yeah. Yeah. So think about it. You will save so much time. One of the few things which is limited in our lives by having close to where you do your activities. Another key activity for many people is where do you work? So how far do you commute to do your job, work? or your preoccupation, whatever that might be. So I know lots of people who spend hours, often many hours, a day commuting. And if you just add that up per day, that quickly escalates to becoming days in a month, and weeks and months in a year maybe even. So where you live really matters. Yeah. Okay, pick a country where you have been living, surely, or still live today. Still live today. Um, Sweden maybe Alright let's talk about Sweden So this is recorded in Sweden We are slightly biased Because we are both born in Sweden (laughs) And um, what's great about Sweden? Um, Nature Um, Yeah definitely Definitely nature Um, It is nice with the snow And the tree uh, All these um, uh, What's it called Um spruce trees, everything like that. So basically nature, there is a very different vibe than other countries. Sometimes that is negative because of, for example, you don't really talk to strangers in Sweden. But a lot of those things are just a small part of 
living in Sweden. So I'd say nature is like the biggest bonus of being in Sweden. Yeah, I would say things in society uh, kind of works. That's kind of what yeah. many people take for granted. But in many countries where I've been living and working, that has not been the case. Where, for example, like corruption might have been like super high. Yeah. Where police can't even do their work and so on and so forth. So yeah, that makes a big difference. Do you feel safe in Sweden? I feel very safe, and the the government is very like. Um, controlling if you can say that in the way that they a lot of money gets pushed into because it's a lot more what's it called you got a strong uh, social care and benefits yeah exactly system. a lot of benefits and uh, it is good yeah it works so yeah pausing there stop promoting sweden but we we like it here and uh, I have emigrated from Sweden, again, just for, for the records. So I emigrated away from Sweden around 2007-8. And since then, I've not been living permanently in Sweden. So I am an immigrant uh, if I would move back here. However, I do spend a fair amount of time here because of business interests, mainly, and relatives, of course. And nowadays, Shona lives here as well. So, of course, I'd like to see him as well. Okay, another country. Another country. Um, Thailand. I maybe haven't lived there. Yeah, okay. So, what do you like about Thailand? Uh, the nature. The nature again, okay. The, the, the beaches and the hot climate. Yep. Nice, lovely scenery and uh, great food. Cool. So Thailand has also got seasons, but the seasons in Sweden are way, way stronger. Yeah. Uh, so they mainly got uh, the dry season and wet season. While in Sweden, you got the traditional winter, spring, summer, and autumn. You can see a big difference in the nature mm-hmm. uh, and so on. So this is recorded in the winter. And this morning, we had roughly 15 degrees below <laughs> uh, freezing point in Celsius degrees. And uh, I have spent four hours outdoors today and uh, we started today by jumping into the lake yeah as we do every day just to flex on you guys <laughs> uh, me and dad i've been doing it every day for the past month and uh, dad has been doing it pretty much every day so again <laughs> do you like to jump into a lake warm or cold then or the sea why not live close to it and you don't need to own where you live so basically can you stay with someone else can you rent the many ways how you can find yourself and another cool thing which has been popping up in the last two years has been van life has been exploding so when i was about Charlie's age that's pretty much when i bought my own first van which i turn from a complete wreck into a van Mm -hmm. so i had like a bedroom i had so i can do cooking i could uh, set up a barbecue on the roof and uh, and i spent more money on the sound system than i did on the actual whole car Uh, (laughs) as you do that felt right at that time so again with a van you can pretty much move around but that is also taking its toll so to be very transient and move around is maybe great for a short time or a long time depending on your own uh, Preferences. Preferences, exactly. But um, in the long run, most people like to have one set point, whatever that might be. Cool. What else is great about Thailand? Did you like the food? 
Yeah, yeah, very nice. <laughs> there was like these crazy sushi deep fry. That was like, <laughs> it's like two things I like. Mixed mash doesn't always work, but sushi and deep fried that works definitely. Okay. Um, other things about the food, let me think. I mean, the sushi was basically the highlight. I really like sushi. Yep. Uh, right. <laughs> so again, now we spoke about Sweden and Thailand so far. Let's talk about another country where you've been living. England, maybe. England, maybe. How many years did you spend there? Do you know? Seven, I think. Yeah, seven, eight years. And uh, how did you find England? Now focus on the positive aspects of things. Positive. Hmm. Um, very, very nice school. I had lots of friends in school. And basically, my whole life was basically going to school at that time. Uh, uh, yeah. I, we had a really nice park where we lived. Yeah, so again, na- nature, just yeah, outside. Yeah, 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 nature. Uh, good friends, uh, nice, very variated school. It was actually very interesting to go to school in England, like learning, like, what was it, like, computer stuff and... Yeah, how did you find to do like uh, weekend trips or longer trips, for example, if I say uh, Brighton Beach, Southampton yeah, Sea, yeah, yeah. all the towers? Kind of, that, those kind of stuff was like spicing it all up. So like often we went to these places, like maybe go to a museum, like for example, I love going to, what's it called, um, Natural History Museum in, yep. in London. That was like our best and then earthquake room in <laughs> no, I'm, get, I'm getting ahead of myself, but that was like highlight. And also going to the beach in Brighton. It, yeah, it's just, that was really nice. Yeah. Do you like uh, going to restaurants there as well? Yeah. Do you I, still I, like food there as well? Yeah, I, I remember. <laughs> I, I especially love fish and chips in England. Yeah. Um, Many people complain about the food in England, but actually you can find the cuisine from the whole world. In England, especially in London, you can find everything from Indian food to Chinese to you name it. And and it's there if you know where to look. So, for example, we've been to like the Brazilian steakhouse in London. And uh, you can also, of course, enjoy other things from other parts of the world in a great city like London, which is my home still today. Right. Um, From photos, etc. Do you remember anything from when you... We're living in Middle East in Israel. I mean, I have like one or two memories. Then we buy like these huge cactuses there. <laughs> well, they weren't huge. Huge. Was it from that we bought them? Uh, no, no, they were from England. Oh yeah, I remember now. Yeah. Anyway, um, I remember like really spicy food, yeah. and I remember. So surely, <laughs> and I was really little. Then. Surely started out in in Lebanon and Israel with the Mediterranean kitchen, and mm-hmm. he doesn't know, but we program him for life. So later, when we travel <laughs> to Morocco, uh, he couldn't stop eating because the spices there were very similar to some of the other uh, spices that he had when he grew up mm-hmm. in Lebanon and Israel. <laughs> he just didn't know it at the time, but it's it's hilarious to see and it took a while for us to understand why he liked the food so much <laughs> all right so where else have you traveled let's uh, talk about going to different countries and just passing by for example when we've done like road trips across yeah, yeah. europe how do you find that to just pass by is that as fun as to actually be there and explore the country well obviously not um I think it would it would be lovely to experience different popular places in those countries we were just passing by. 
so there isn't too much to say about that. It was it was a n- very nice experience to uh, to travel and have a road trip, but when it comes to seeing the actual countries, it was just for such a short time. Yeah. So in terms of other countries, I've been traveling to quite a few, and uh, I will just focus on a few where I've been living longer time, more than at least a couple of months, etc. One strange place is called. DRC, so that's the, the Democratic Republic of Congo. So that's in Africa and it's on the southern part, so that means it's below the equator and there it's wild, wild west. What do I mean by that? Well, the nature is quite wild, the, the law and order is quite wild. The, the legal system is quite wild and what brought me there was actually work for United Nations and World Food Programme and United Nations Mind Action uh, Clearing Cell. So when I was there I had job that kept me busy but I really like living there for a shorter duration of time of course not for too long since I didn't have my family long. But I like this wild thing. So one time we drove through the jungle 72 hours, pretty much non-stop. And that was awesome experience. I will never forget it. And uh, sometimes you might come to like a bridge, which doesn't even exist. So therefore you take a ferry, which is not a ferry. It's like two logs and a metal <laughs> plate, which you put your Jeep on top of it. Mm-hmm. And you just cross your fingers and hope that you won't sink or fall in. And uh, yeah, very big spiders, very dangerous snakes, literally just outside your door. I did have a scorpion that fell on my uh, shoulder in my office. And uh, one time the, the ceiling in fell... In your office? In my office. Okay, and one time okay. I had the ceiling in the same office to fall in because there was too much bat poo. And imagine <laughs> how many bats you need to have to have too much... Uh, wow. of that to, 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 to cave it cave in and, and fall down into your office into your oh, nice very nice indeed so yeah um, if you like to have a very wild trip feel free to check out Congo otherwise it's not on my top 10 list <laughs> uh, other places where I've been spending quite a lot of time US maybe uh, yeah I've been to US quite a few times but always uh, in, in shorter stints I really like America but I, I've not had the pleasure to live there yet other countries where I really spent a lot of time. So I did like to live in the Middle East, where I've been living longer time in Lebanon and Israel. Uh, Lebanon is absolutely on the top 10 list of all countries in the world because of the people, the food, uh, the climate worked really well for me there. So you've got the Mediterranean climate, uh, so you could actually go skiing in the winter and just go straight down oh, and wow. jump into the sea in the afternoon. And, <laughs> and you can see the sea from the ski slopes, which wow. is awesome. And, and Charlie loved it there, but he was too young to remember it. Mm. Uh, he also got lots of tourist attractions there. But it is, again, it's a country which has been very unfortunate. It used to be like the, the paradise and the, the Monaco of the Middle East, but it has been pulled into multiple wars especially with Israel and uh, it has also had a huge inflow of uh, immigrants uh, lately especially from Syria where we have had uh, another different internal war inside the country so yeah love Lebanon and um, people there are too kind and too generous for their own good so if they have nothing they will try to give you 
whatever they have, which is, yeah, whether it's food or hospitality or anything, they're so kind. And also they got, uh, uh, the spirit in Lebanon is very much like the UK. They were just like, okay, fine, they bombed us, but we'll just rebuild everything and crack on with things. So we'll <laughs> not give up. And uh, and I like the perseverance. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Charlie. And uh, other countries uh, which we really like. So, I've been living in India and I've been living in Pakistan. And, and they're, they're also very different countries. I like hot weather. Most people will not find it as pleasant as I do. So I like my time there where I was living mainly in like uh, Kashmir, which is the, the central part between Pakistan and India. And then also in the capital, which was Islamabad. I was visiting New Delhi a lot and uh, also living in Srinagar, which is one of these popular internal sites if you're in India and like to have a more cold summer when it's really hot. People go there because it's also got a nice lake. So I like Indian food, which is very similar to the Pakistani food. And uh, the people there were generous and kind i was working for united nations there as well so i did come with a lot of privileges so if you are from a western country uh, to live the expat life if that makes sense or the diplomatic benefits you might have so you have like a good salary from your host country but in addition to that you have lots of benefits for example like you you have an allowance which means you can actually rent a nice place for security reasons you might have like a driver you might have extra security guards at your house because again of the situation and your position in the society and uh, one time well multiple times I had like a cleaner driver everything set up which is very different to my normal life in the UK or in Sweden so to have all of those household services uh, is much more popular, for example, in, in uh, Africa, in Middle East, in Asia, because you've got the biggest span of, of living wage. So you can actually live on a very low wage, which means people can actually afford to be a cleaner and sustain their family. And uh, other people in society might make a lot more money. While a cleaner in Sweden will have a way, way, way higher salary, much higher than they would even dream of in those countries. So we talk about way more than 10 times the salary. So that makes, of course, a big difference. But the, the costs is something to think about as well. So invest in you. Where can you get the most for your money? So we have had a guest and uh, actually many guests have been using like the location arbitrage. So they make salaries in the Western world, but they live in developing world. So we had one American, actually German-American, who was living uh, in Eastern Europe at the moment. No correction, he was actually in Turkey. And someone else, also American, he is right now in Sri Lanka. And uh, he's traveling to various places because it's cheaper to be there. So I'm not trying to put you on spot, Sean, but which are some countries you like to check out in the world? And feel free to think about that before you respond. Uh, I would say Japan or Korea. Yeah, I like them. I'd like to explore them Japan, as well. I've not been to any of them. Especially, I think, because I like 
I'm 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 a big food person, uh, so I think I would enjoy the food and just the general vibe of Japan. Um, explore more of the U.S. because I've been to uh, I've been to New York, but like and Boston, but I haven't like uh, been anywhere else basically. Um, yeah, there's like all these uh, national parks or natural parks, whatever it's called. Would yeah. love to explore those. Yeah, I, I used to have like a couple of blank spots on my world map and one was Japan as well where I still like to go and I would like to mm-hmm. bring the family there. And uh, another one was Australia, but I accidentally I got uh, a, a job <laughs> sucked in there. J- job offer there for a, for a short project uh, last year. No, two years ago now, almost. Really? No, yeah, it was autumn 2019. Oh. Time flies. Yeah. Uh, so that was to China and Australia because of a cool uh, consulting job. But uh, so yeah, I've been to Australia. Like to see more of that. Obviously, uh, Korea would be cool to see. Mm-hmm. I would like to check out more countries in South America. I've just been to. I've never been to a, South a hand, America. A handful, and uh, I did some things in Brazil, which I really liked. So again, Brazil also a nice country, but they also struggle a little bit with the security and law and law and order. Mm. So again, just be careful when you pick where to be and where to be temporarily, because it can get dangerous very quick. So I have more than a handful times, because of my jobs mainly, had uh, weapons in my face, and most people will not appreciate that. I think it's kind of cool, especially when you live to tell the story. But most people will not appreciate that. Mm. Uh, and those are probably stories for another time. Uh, (laughs) uh, so often when you find yourself in a place where you've got a weapon or a very big threat in your face it's usually because you're in the wrong place at the wrong time very often I could have avoided those situations by living like a normal person but I don't want to be normal nor average, I uh, like to check things out, and that's where you f- find yourself in tricky positions, for example, in a minefield or another <laughs> just by accident. interesting place in the world. So yeah, what does invest in you mean to you, the listener? Number one question to consider is, where would you like to live? The reason why we ask is you are not a tree, so you can actually pick up your stuff or even leave your stuff, sell everything and go somewhere else and check it out. Life is too short not to do that. Where would you like to go as a tourist? Another thing, which is in Corona time when this is recorded, might be hard to accomplish. But you can always start on that little travel bucket list slash guide. And another thought is, where would you like to work? So some of you, actually quite a few of you listening, are actually entrepreneurs and or investors, which means you are slightly more location independent. So you can move around more freely than most people who got uh, the normal kind of job that uh, you might have as well. So there's nothing wrong with one or the other. They both got some pros and cons. One more time, where would you like to live? Again. Why would you like to live there? Yeah, and, and where would you like to travel? Yeah. And where would you like to travel for work? Uh, often, if I like to go somewhere, I try to sell a consulting job there, which means that yeah. many times someone else might have paid for my ticket there, 
my stay there, sometimes even for my travel time there, and I will make some money while there, and uh, also schedule some spare time so I can explore the country, and uh, all of that is combining things I really like, so I like to help others, which I will do through my job there, I like to explore, which I also will do there, and uh, often uh, a little top travel tip is try to not be too afraid of the traffic so many people will say like i refuse to drive there so some of the craziest traffic situations in my life has happened in syria of all countries and india as well as pakistan and why not mention uh, malaysia thailand the, the list of craziest traffic situations is quite long uh, but dare to drive in another country uh, because a car gives you the, the flexibility to check things out. You don't need to be as crazy as we were trying to drive into a volcano or driving in a river. Um, you can do slightly more normal things, which uh, a former Special Forces guy would consider as normal, whatever that means to you. So uh, I hope this episode has been at least triggering some thoughts because most of you listening to this episode will be in some kind of even lockdown or restricted opportunities of moving around and uh, your travel experience might be just found on some of the people you follow on Instagram or other social media and those guys get both glory followers and hate for traveling in these crazy times. We did push the limit because when COVID was quite early news we took the chance to go to Thailand and I have been traveling back and forth because of work and family uh, during the time of COVID. But I've been very fortunate. So myself and my family has not yet had anything. So stay safe out there. Enjoy and plan for the future while you might be stuck in your sofa or listening to us in the gym. This has been Frederick Sandvall and Charlie also Charlie Sandval mm-hmm. and uh, we will be back in your ears very soon as normal with some interesting guests all the best until next time take care bye 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 bye